Hi, this is Senior Esteban. This is Kyle. And this is Steve. And you're listening to another proud production of the 4i Radio Network, also known as The Fern. For more great content, check out www.4iradio.com. Yeah. Hi, this is Steve O'Mooney from the 4i Radio Network. Now, one of our great sponsors on our show is Amazon.com. Go to thesasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. So that again, check out thesasquatch.net and click on our Amazon.com banner. Thank you for your support. Welcome to another episode of Arcade Bros. I am Player One, Steve-O, with my co-host, Player Two, Kyle. And this is episode number 53. We are getting up there again. Of course, you can find us on www.arcade-bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network, The Fern. For more information, visit 4iradio.com. Listen to the show. You can find us at iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast, Miro Guide, Mixcloud, and Double Twist simply by typing in the Arcade Bros. And don't forget to also follow us on Spreaker. We're actually getting really up there in the numbers in Spreakers. I think we're at 479 last time I checked. So we're doing really, really good. We're also brought to you by American Joy Print Shop, official sponsor of the 4i Radio Network, business cards, flyers, posters, banners, vinyl cuts, car wraps, and more. Visit AmericaJoy.com for more information. I'm telling the Fern sent you. So, uh, Kyle, do we have any shout-outs this week? Uh, it's okay if we don't. Actually, I think we do. Let me go to the twits. Twits and tweeters and side beaters and... But while you're doing that, of course, we also are going to be doing a new campaign for our teespring.com. Once we get the official yay on the shirt that people want, the design and the colors, you can go to teespring.com slash arcade bros. T-shirts will only cost $12.50, and we'll be putting all the proceeds towards Extra Life for Kids. Again, if you want to check that out, you go to www.extra-life.org. Go ahead and sign up for the Arcade Bros team if you want to join us on November 2nd for the 25-hour gaming fun. Or if you don't play games but you still want to donate to a great cause because all the proceeds is going to the Phoenix Children's Hospital, go ahead and donate us, whether it's $5, $2, $3, $1, $75, maybe $100,000, but you probably won't, but that's all right. I already made it a pack for next year because this is a trial and error. Uh, Next year... If everything's going well, next year I'm going to not only match people's donations, but I will double it. So if you donate $5, I will match it and do $10 to Good go to the Lord, proceeds. So, so if you don't feel like you want to donate this year, then maybe next year if you want to jump on the bandwagon, any donations that anybody will make, I personally will match it and double it. So as Kyle keeps looking for the uh, 
Yeah, looks like nobody this week. Shout out! Looks of, like we had a lot of uh, retweets from like our network, but yeah, it looks like nobody, no new, no new, no old. So that's, that's all right. Good. That's all right. Stayed the same. So what have you been playing this week? Uh, just more Skyrim, basically. Uh, I just got into some Diablo three a little bit, um, but yeah, basically a lot of Skyrim doing that. I started a character over and um, fairly, fairly in it. Like I'm, I'm back to basically the same point I was in the main storyline in my older game. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of quests that I'd never completed or ever tried, so just completing that. How about you, Steve? Uh, I just went back to Oblivion, figure finish up the last couple of guilds I need to finish up. So I'm almost done with the Thieves' Guild. Got one more uh, task with them. Uh, the Gray Fox, when you finally get to meet him, uh, let me say, be the first to say, very not impressive. He's uh, kind of a. Fox. He's like, I'm the Gray Fox! Again, let's um, and then I just got to get back into good graces with the Mage Guild, finish that off, and then I officially have all the achievements in the Oblivion game. Um, and then I'm also almost done with the Lego Batman game of getting all the achievements there. I got, like, one more, like, memorabilia thing to pick up and then uh, unlock some characters. What? Though, replaying that game, I really realized that the Lego Batman game was really done by people who love Batman. They really did. Uh, they took a lot of stuff from the actual original Batman movie. Um, they got like uh, the music from like uh, you know the original score from Danny Elfman, and also they did like the Joker kind of like music kind of stuff. So I mean, they really did. And it was funny because one of the characters I just unlocked and bought was Hush in Lego form. So I thought that was kind of unique. So. It's just kind of funny that they actually would have, but I'm almost done with that. I think I got a couple of more achievements, uh, so I just figured, you know what, get the final some achievements before I jump back into some uh, games. Um, yes, I did hear about this. Matt brought this up. Uh, we'll get right into our gaming news. Yeah, apparently Watchdog has been pushed back until spring of 2014. So everybody who was gearing up for that, I, I wonder why. Why did they push it back? Are they adding more stuff to it, or... I don't know, like, I was looking into that uh, as a developer, and it's, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things that really sucks, because they got, a lot of people said the writing was on the wall, because there was no playable demo, like, after E3, and usually, like, if you don't have a playable demo, at least by E3, there's a good sign that something's up, like, at least even, like, Last of Us, something came out, uh, I was looking into it, I was thinking, okay, well, what could it be, could it be, like, they overstepped their bounds, they promised too much, they just wanted to put more into the game, and I say, like, at some point, you have to just release the game and then just come out with, like, DLC. Like, if you have a lot more content that you want to put into a game than you have time for, release the game and then make it DLC. Because the issue here is, like, you've basically been on the bandwagon of, like, PS4 is going to have this. Three, you know, Xbox One's going to have it. Like, uh, basically, they said it's going to be across all platforms. It's even going to be on the Wii U. And it's supposed stuff, to be so. a big title that a lot of people are like. Yeah, a lot of people like, are excited for A it. lot of people either pre-ordered a PS4 simply for this game, and a lot of places will offered a bundle featuring this game. Yeah, there was a, there was like a bundle. Just, I think PlayStation had a bundle pack going on with it where you could get... Uh, I think they had two going on. It was the Killzone game yeah. with the PS4, or you could get the Watchdog. And I think the Watchdogs was the ones that sold out the most because yeah. this is a game that everybody's been just like anticipating for and so now like what's happened is i think a lot of places are saying they're still going to honor it but now it's like you're going to show up pay your full amount get like two controllers you know your system and have to be like well sorry there's no game to go with it because yeah so you have back. to you have to wait on that but it's just yeah. it's just very weird that they decided to do that because i mean uh and it's by uh, ubi software and it's uh i mean they are releasing the uh they're releasing the you know um 
The the, the, the the Assassin's Creed 4. Ah, uh, that's right. Oh. You know, that's coming out, no problem. And it's just kind of like... Now, I don't know if they decided to push back because they're afraid they're not... Which is dumb because this is a game that I don't think will not make it sells. I mean, uh, I mean the reason why the uh, Assassin's Creed games actually got pushed back till October, they used to actually come out in November. And the big reason because of that is because the Call of Duty people uh, love those games and those games always sell out and they always kind of... A lot of people don't go after... Uh, the Assassin's Creed games, even though they're great games and stuff like that, but it was just very weird. So everybody, I guess we'll just have to wait until you know spring of 2014 now for the Watchdog game. Uh, it just seems kind of weird, and it, I wonder if it's going to put a damper on people because I know a lot of people were just going to buy a new gen console just for that game. Yeah, like, so I think either what's just going to do a couple things, like a lot of people are going to hold off on their pre-orders now because now they don't have a game to play. They will settle and get some other game. Um, I think everyone. I think the PlayStation 4 will still go fine. I think the 360 and Xbox One will still go fine. I think, unfortunately, though, like you know, this really did a damper to them. Like they're going to really have to step some bounds to really get people to interest back interested. Because I think that's the problem is like you were building upon this game. A lot of people were excited for it, and then all of a sudden it's like done. Like you know, like a lot, like well, we're pushing it back, so you kind of lose that momentum again of of the game that was coming out. So yeah, but a really cool thing that you posted here is on Otaku is the Diablo three uh, origami. Yeah, some kid just like made uh, like the Diablo character and the uh, Tyrael. Yeah, the Tyrael angel. Uh, it all unfolded in paper, uh, origami and stuff. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, it does look pretty cool. Okay, I will say this though. I again, like it's so weird. I was telling Matt about this. I'm like, I love Diablo three. It's a great game, but now I can see why everybody at the end was just kind of like oh okay like he's like not a big problem like he's supposed to be like this almighty powerful evil and then you get up there to fight him and like literally every other boss that i fought in that game like i died a few times you know you're like okay i changed up my tactics so diablo i'm like all right i bought all these potions i was getting ready for this i'm like all right diablo you know back in the day i remember you being a pretty you know difficult boss yeah i remember in first diablo not so much like he had a lot of swarms around him but once you killed him he just kind of had that armpit blood coming out yeah and then, like, you're like, cool, beat him. And then I remember in the second one, he was really much a challenge because he would move really quick. He'd put the bones up by your town portal. Like, all of a sudden, you'd be like, town portal out of here. got to get some potions. Yeah. And he'd be like, bone wall. So you'd have to sit there, like, trying to break the bone wall down while he's, like, coming at you. So, like, again, like, really intense, really like, oh, my God, like, ah. Yeah, and it was just you know, like, and this then, one, it's like, I run in. It's like, I ah. shoot him with a bunch of stuff. He goes down half his life. Then he's like, all right, haha, you can't win. Then he transports ah, me into, ah, like, the ah. dark world. And it's like, all right, so then you fight him in that, kill that, come back. His life doesn't get regenerated, which I'm like, all right, are you yeah, going to get right. harder? Or I thought, okay, I'm going to get him down to, like, a smidgen, and he's going to do something the new or something like that you know this is going to be an intense battle yeah and it was kind of like nothing but i mean it's a great game it's fun to play with multiple people so i highly recommend it it's just like i just don't expect like an amazing ending i will say that just don't get your hopes up i mean it's a fun gameplay and going back and playing with your character with all its level up and everything you could find and build more armor and stuff like that is great but other than that it's just kind of like he's he's just a very disappointing boss it's just kind of like oh okay i expect you to be this you know whatever to Final oh, Fantasy yeah. 7 isn't on phones yet because it's too big. And why would you want to play Final Fantasy 7 on your phone? I don't know. Some people do. 
I, I think it's just the idea of having it because, like, right now they don't want to go out and buy a Vita or they are P- they never got a PSP which had it. You could download it for the PSP, and that's what I don't get. So you can download it for a PSP, fine, and it's only like two three gigs, but not a phone which a lot of them have like sixteen gigs or even like my like, phone I think is sixty four gigs and stuff. But there's some phones that's like I don't like that's like the Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't like playing it on the phone. I don't like there's just certain things that is like why even bother playing it on the phone? I mean, some of these things are just perfect for console. Yeah, you know what? And I'm sick of this hey remember everyone who went out and bought a playstation 3 because you know why they promised we're going to remake final fantasy 7 and you never did so are you gonna give us a remake of final fantasy 7 you know this is what i love too about playstation you'll give us a, a revamp of the god of war series you'll give us uh you know oh we beefed up the graphics you've given us all these ratchet and clank games you know in high definition and stuff like that okay be like nintendo nintendo sat down rebuilt wind waker from the ground up and gave us wind waker again for the wii u you can do that with final fantasy 7 and it's not like it's not gonna sell it's not like you're going to put it together and people are going to be like, oh, screw Final Fantasy VII with these beefed-up graphics, awesome gameplay, and trophies. No, no, I don't want this. This is garbage. I'm going to stick to the one that I downloaded on a really bad screen now. It's like, just get off your butt, PlayStation. Get your shit together. I'm just sick of this crap. Well, I love it because they keep saying they're not going to remake it, but they keep using that as, like, look at what the PlayStation yeah, look what is capable of. Like, remember the PlayStation 3? They did yeah, that they did all, that. Like, and everyone's like, oh, you're not going to see it one come out, but we could do it. But that would that it. would be like that would be like Nintendo going, like, check out these graphics on this awesome Zelda game. Yeah, yeah you're never going to yeah, make Zelda again. Nope, and, we're done. Instead, <laughs> you're getting Cookie Mama HD. HD. <laughs> Motherfucker. Cake explodes out of the yeah. <laughs> Wow, 3D environment. Wow, kicks up the wazoo. Like, I think the way things are going to go, unfortunately, is like you'll have three apps to download. You'll have, or maybe, you know, maybe five apps. Let's say five. Uh You'll have a Valve app, Steam. You'll have a Nintendo app. Uh You'll have a Sega app. You'll have a Sony app, and you'll have a 360 app. And uh-huh. that's how you'll be able to play all your games on whatever platform you have, whether it be a tablet, whether yeah. it be a phone, website. Like, eventually, that's where things will go because I think portable is a powerful and not really um, well-developed system because, I mean, like, you know, Plants vs. Zombies the angry birds Mm -hmm. like these are really showing people like we really like this because of the functionality quick to play and they moved it onto every single platform it started off as a phone-based game and everyone took it and went with it and it's just like i don't know it's to me it's like playstation it's even if i'm like wouldn't you not even if you made an exclusive i mean literally square if they were just like look we're gonna release final fantasy 7 on all platforms here you go it would sell. It's not like no one would go, oh, fuck Final Fantasy VII. If like, you don't like Final Fantasy, then I don't think you're an RPG enthusiast. That's all I have to say. It's like, if you're not a fan of any of the Final Fantasy series, uh, then you should just go in a hole and die like a hermit with the old man from Diablo. From Diablo! Listen, stay a while. But, um, so what is this? A possible first look at Zelda display back in 2011? Yeah, so what happened was when the Wii U was being developed or talked about, they had this kind of like the same thing. We show you a demo of what the graphics will look like for a game. And then, of course, later today, or later this week, uh, the creator who's taken ownership of Zelda is saying that they want to retrain, they want to redo the whole series. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're going to get The Legend of Zelda HD from like the old old Nintendo oh, wow. and this is what they're kind of basing it on so this is like what you'll see for an old old style Nintendo uh, version of that game you know where basically you'll have your inventory you'll have your button selection you'll run around you know exploring and 
trying to upgrade your weapons and stuff like that, you know, similar to like the one they used to have on the NES. So this is just showing you the capabilities, lighting, gameplay, you know, boss fights, you can see how definition it is, the glares and things. So. Oh yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm looking at it right now, it's actually quite remarkable. The so. spider boss just came down, and it's, it's fantastic looking. So, so that's what the capabilities of the Wii U are, and that's what they're hoping to like kind of go back to. So there's a big article in the uh, release, and uh, Kotaku was talking about it, how he really wants to change it, and he really wants to kind of like improve upon it. He's, I don't think he feels like it's getting stagnant, but he wants to keep reinventing it. You know, we saw it with Twilight Princess. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you turned into a dog. It's really, you know, like, I don't know if that's really it. But it actually worked really well, you know, because what people forgot was, like, in Link to the Past, you transformed into a rabbit. Creature, yeah, you, you know, had like, the dark world and exactly. all that Exactly, kind of so, stuff. like, it cuts back and forth to that kind of element of, like, hmm, you know. So I think this is kind of showing people, like, hey, we're still interested in doing, you know, something new with it, but keeping it original. We'll post the, obviously the link to it, but yeah, yeah I mean, it, it looks fantastic. Again. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm always down for a great new, uh, you know, Legend of Zelda. It just sucks that like the last one we got, Skyward Sword, just wasn't. Yeah, like, and I think a lot of people said it was like it was story. Like, I mean, like the boss fights, like you said, were very like, you know, one sided. You swipe it a couple times, and bam, he's like down. And it wasn't even that. It was just at this part, like I hated. It's like the second to last boss, this guy you fight throughout the entire game is like a pain in your ass. You know, he's like, and you have to do your sword swiping very precise and everything that. And then you beat him, and then you feel like, okay, I mean, I'm gonna fight the guy who's even ten times more powerful than you. Yeah. I go fill up everything, get all this stuff, you know, get all ready. Then I run up to the boss, and it was literally like over in five minutes. I was yeah. like, what? Like and then it ended. I was just like, okay. And it was like the first Legend of Zelda game where it wasn't like, oh, I want to beat this. I want to know how it ends. Want... This was more. I got to the point where it was like, Come I, on. I just want to finish this. I just want to be done with yeah, it. Yeah, like you know? Final Fantasy VIII, where you're like, okay, fine. You all were in the orphanage. Whatever. Like you're yeah. my teacher. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it's it just sense. one of those. Don't care. Let's end this. Oh, cool. Like they had cake at the end. Great. So, so freaking glad I spent sixty hours on this cake game. Yeah, so it's just very it's just very weird. But yeah, this looks really good. I'm really hoping, you know, after playing the Wind Waker and I love having like your map on your, you know, thing because it gives you more of your um and even even Legend of Zelda uh Ocarina of Time for the 3DS, they did the same thing where it's like you watching the screen and everything is on the screen, like Link and stuff like that, but everything else, like your life, your magic, uh, your inventory and everything like that is on the bottom screen. So you can still be running around, you know, you, you doesn't take up anything from the top of the screen, so you can still see this beautiful game and everything like that, and then all your stuff is at the bottom, so it's like, oh, I gotta quickly do this, oh, I gotta quickly do that. It had more slots for your inventory, which was great. Uh, I like the fact that you could click on your Ocarina and then be like, oh, what's that music I need to play? And then you can pull up the music and then just play it, and then it'll transfer you to where you need to go it wasn't this whole like okay i gotta remember this music and you know you move on to the next thing so when they did that with wind waker as well it's like every time you pull up your the wind waker it's like you got all the music at the bottom you can just look at it boom 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 and you move on it's like you got your map and your chart can you see where exactly you're going without having to pause the game pull up your map go okay this is where i'm at go back to the game so on and so forth so i mean that that's what i love everyone was bitching and going like oh i don't want to get the this with the the wee pad and everything it's like it, but it works it fucking works for it that's the thing it's like it freaking works for it so stop your bitching Legend of Zelda is awesome. Ah! Final Fantasy VII, PlayStation, get off your ass and make it. And Xbox, I don't know what you're doing anymore. Yeah, don't, no idea. No idea. Titanfall, coming out ya, November. Oh, it's just been pushed back. 
Uh, what is this? Uh, Final Bounty Hunter for Batman Origins. Yeah, so you know how over the summer they've been kind of showing you, like, you know, it's Deathstroke, then it was Deadshot. It was like all these... And they had the copper. Yeah, they had copper. So now, like, it looks like the last guy who's joining the fight, is his name's Cannon. He's this basically this electric version. It's kind of like Electro, but it's it's a character that they've had forever, that they're just kind of revamping him as well. And he has, like, an electric power. Similar to, like, how, like, Batman has, like, those stun... Uh, weapons like uh, nightwing and stuff mm-hmm. how he can stun enemies with like almost like a taser that's kind of what this character has so he's been kind of re- was recently revealed um and a lot of people were like oh you're just ripping off electro but it's actually no he's been around for, in the comics forever uh and i obviously like when marvel comes out with one they come out with one when they come out with one marvel comes out with one like it's the whole like yeah that's the whole concept like the justice league was what formed the the fantastic four and what the human torch was was you know formed by you know character over in dc like it just goes back and forth like you know you have uh who is it you had the hawkeye and then you had the green arrow you know you just yeah. have like the, the same like it's the same concept but just a different you know so and uh, yeah it's i mean they do that and i don't really care i'm looking forward to that game it just looks fantastic did you see the yeah. new uh tv trailer for it no the new tv trailer is great because all it shows is it just is like a, a still of him mm-hmm. and then it just flashes through so i posted i'll post the video on our page when we lo- launch the show and, and you'll probably find it obviously it's on it, they just announced it on like uh thursday or friday and it's really good. It's only like they're about thirty seconds, but it really like kind of sets the tone for the game. And then what was interesting is I watched this video from NYCC, New York Comic Con, had the new Joker and the new Batman voices because obviously they went with a younger group. Mm-hmm. So people were like, "Oh, what about Mark Hamill and you know uh, uh, Conroy?" Yeah, you know they said, uh, "What about them?" And they said, "Well, they're in the game. Like they definitely are in the game." But they wanted to kind of tell the earlier version, so of course they're going to have a lot more younger voice, and they kind of wanted this good rapport still. Like they still wanted you to kind of see like where they started. So they said what was interesting is when they asked the two guys, and it's great because they have a video clip of the guy doing the Joker, and he ends up reading uh, lines from like uh, the Killing Joke, mm. and when he does it, you're just like, holy shit! Like you would swear it was like close to Mark Hamill. Like it's that kind of like gesturish kind of voice, but still has like a, a mm. nice poppy feel to it. And then same with him, like, you know, they went back and forth in an interview and they were talking about it. They said, well, actually, it was fun. It was like, we used to hang out all the time. And they always joke around. And we remember growing up listening to these characters. And so for us to get to portray them, you know, at first they felt like, oh, are we stepping on, like, boundaries here and stuff? And they says, but that's what's interesting. If you listen to Conroy's Batman now, mm-hmm. he's so just like, I'm going to kill you. you know, yeah. It's like so, like, grunt and, like, things like that. And Joker's even more like, oh, like, mm-hmm. more like, oh, you always say that. We're like... In the younger versions, you know, they were more like still kind of quit with banter and, you know, like, you know, things like that. And that's why they said you're going to get kind of like it's back to your roots kind of mm. thing with the two new voice actors. So if you can check it out, check out the NYC Comic Con and look at the Batman uh, Arkham Origins panel. And then I'll post the TV trailer on the on the show because the TV trailer is awesome. Like literally all it is is it just shows like young Batman, you know, shows shows him as a kid and it just shows him like kind of growing up, you know, so it shows him like seeing the flash of the gun and you're just looking like right yeah. at him then it shows him at the funeral like then it shows him like being beaten up in school by f- bullies shows him like taking karate you know like it shows like just yeah the him like doing everything yeah to get to the point where they are and then it's cool because like i like the take on it because like in the trailer they have alfred saying like you're just nothing you're a trust fun baby with too much anger like even alfred at this point is like give it up like you're you know, this is not how I think your parents would have wanted this, you know. And so, like, you can really see, like, where possibly at the beginning there was a point where he was going to be like, nah, you know, this isn't working. This isn't what I want to do. 
And so I think what really kind of solidifies him in this genre are those uh, bounty hunters that are coming for him because obviously it sends a message like, you know, you are a threat. Like you might not think you are, people might doubt what you're doing, but yeah, you clearly are a threat to these other forces. And that's why I see, I like seeing on their Facebook page, they always put these little bulletins Mm -hmm. where Mask is like, you know, kill him, I'll pay you a million, make him suffer and I'll double it. You know, like kind of thing where it's like he really just wants to like prove a point to Batman, and it's just like you can't like. Product not yet rated. That's probably the other one. <laughs> yeah, I think if you say TV spot, Arco. Well, this is TV commercial too. Uh, that's probably why. Let me see if I can find it. I'll see what it's called. Yeah, just so Batman Arkham Origins TV spot. And it's like 53 seconds. Yeah, let me just click on that one. Well, this is 16 seconds. Product not yet rated. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. 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 We'll find it, kids. Yeah, I found it right here. So. Oh. Yeah, it's just Batman. If you go to YouTube, even Batman uh, Arkham Origins, and if you go to Batman Arkham City as the user, that's like one of the first ones. And it's just Arkham Origins dash TV spot. And it's like fifty three seconds. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. And they do just like it has like such a beautiful little. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it just sets the tone. Like, it's so perfect. It's like, that's it. That's going to be good. It makes me laugh, too, because I posted it on my uh, regular page, on my Facebook page, and I mm-hmm. said it still has a better story than Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> like, that 53 seconds is 10 times better than the whole Twilight saga. Yeah, no, that does look good. I can't wait for that. But what's also really funny is this one where uh, Trevor tells fans to go fuck himself. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, the, and that's from the New York Comic Con. Yeah, New York Comic Con, apparently. <laughs> Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, I have one quick question and then another one. Um, That's two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is the second one a long one? No, it's this short. Um, now that you're in the biggest game in history uh, currently, are you going to work in any other video games later on? Or are you done for, like, ever? Heads <laughs> <laughs> up, Steve Spielberg. <laughs> and second question... Steven, can you curse at me? Like, say, Diego, go fuck yourself or something? (laughs) Go fuck yourself! (laughs) (laughs) So good. And it's great because now that's like a GIF you can download. Oh, the go fuck yourself. Him just like doing it. But I love his stride and everything, like the walk up to the Yeah, no, the. <laughs> but yeah, like, if you look at that one, you can probably find the Joker one too. Oh, okay. doing the, I think what he does is the scene in uh, 
Killing Joke, and for those who are comic fans, also game fans, there's the scene in the Killing Joke when he's talking over the mic with Gordon, and Gordon's seeing all the images of Barbara, yeah, like in the little uh, merry-go-kart thing. Like, yeah, that's what he reads off, and like it's like really good. Like it's to the point where he has like Caputo there, and he has like uh, a couple of the other writers, Conroy. There's a few other writers there, and they're all like, "Oh my goodness! Like this is like this is it. This is what we wanted." So some good stuff there. Here we go. I just found uh, this one, the New York Comic Con one. Um, I know people are like, "Could you stop?" Like, have you ever wanted to? We learn don't have a show. So to- okay, here we go. Arkham like Origins tour. Troy that. Barker reads Joker's monologue from The Killing Joke. So this is what guy, we, we sent him so much material to go through to prove, along with all these other really great actors that, that we auditioned. But we sent him so much material. We sent him stuff. Like I said, from from the other Arkham games to prove that that we could we could get something authentic to that. But we also sent him some of our favorite stuff to see just w- where he could take it. We sent him stuff from um, Return of the Joker, the sure. big monologue at the end there, which he killed. Um, we sent him. I think my favorite thing though was hearing hearing for the first time the Joker killing joke monologue yeah, from the right. point where he's in. <clears throat> oh. The pressure. Does anyone want to hear that? No! <laughs> got thrown. Damn it! Oh, yeah, we can talk about We'll probably talk about Shut up! <laughs> I don't... Hang on. <laughs> like you haven't memorized. <laughs> Uh, hang on. What? Wow. <laughs> Why were you on bronies.com? Was... <laughs> yeah, I remember that, walking in the, in the audition, and I think that actually, it wasn't even Joker, it was the character name, it was just Jack. And I'm looking through and I'm seeing all of these, um, like, paragraphs and stuff, I'm going, um... Why, why, why is that in here? And it, it rapidly, like my, <sighs> oh God. <laughs> and you just want to leave. But my eyes fell upon this, this certain paragraph and uh, it's, it's one of my favorite monologues and to me it's one of the best cross-sections of who the Joker is. It's the, it's the monologue that he gives when Gordon is going through the, uh, the kind of tunnel of love thing, showing the pictures, okay? Memories can be vile. Repulsive little brutes like children, I suppose. (laughs) But can we live without them? Memories are what our reason is based upon. If we can't face them, we deny reason itself. Although, why not? We are contractually tied down to rationality. (laughs) There is no sanity clause. So when you find yourself locked onto an unpleasant train of thought, heading for the places in your past where the screaming is unbearable, remember, there's always madness. You can just step outside and close the door and all those dreadful things that happened, you can lock them away. Madness 
is the emergency exit. <laughs> What do you think? That's yeah, horrible. They should have gone more with a um, Christopher Walken. No, I would say no. Madness. What they should have done is just hired me again. Oh no, it's Jack Nicholson. Can't Drinking all the root beer. I would have sat there and been like, I'm way too old for this shit, and I can't <laughs> to have read any of our Batman and the Joker. I'm way too old for this shit, Joker. <laughs> right. That's a lot of. No. Um. What's his face? Uh. The guy from the original Batman. Uh. With Adam West. Uh. Played the Joker. They Mark Hamill. Done. No, not Mark Hamill. No. The. Uh, yes. Adam West was in the original. Oh, you mean uh. Caesar. Uh, Caesar Ramirez. They should have like. Oh, Batman. I think he's dead. No, I know he is. Like it should have just. Resurrection. Yeah, resurrect his ass. No, it's, uh, it should be pretty good. So um, we'll I'm see impressed. what happens. I know, yeah, so did you ever get the chance to play the Sonic, uh, the new Sonic game that came out? No, I don't have money or a job, so I God can't not play it. I want to play it. Is it good? Anybody? Uh, I gave some reviews on things. I was looking at, uh, did you see Battlefield 4? No, I, the beta's out. Yeah, it's having all these glitches. Oh, is it? Well, like, this commercial kept showing, like, I saw a commercial the other day, and it's, like, talking about how, like, we took this elevator up, and then we got in a fire yeah. fight. These two guys took the ATV and rolled out the side and jumped, and one used a parachute and one didn't. And it's like, wow, that sounds like a load of laugh. Yeah. And then, like, so, was, like, everyone's in the elevator. Like, they're showing all these clips of people. All yeah. they're trying to do is, like, get into that freaking elevator that they described in the commercial. Because uh-huh. it's, like, obviously, this, com- this is, like, the greatest elevator ever. Ever. So, of course, like, it's having all these glitches. They're showing all these people crawling, like, into each other. Like, it looks like human centipede. They have this one guy who's, like, standing there. Uh, he's running. And then all of a sudden, he's, like, Wah! like falling out of a plane. You're just like, what, <laughs> what like, happened? How did you, yeah, how'd you get there? So, I was having a lot of glitches with that. But there's actually another game that came out. And it's funny because like when you watch when you watch the clip, like it's pretty much like nah, this game's pretty dumb. And we won't watch the clip here, but we'll t- let you guys. Watch yeah, we're that. done with clip shows tonight. I mean, yeah, because this one's like it's like ten minutes and it's a review and stuff. But what's great about it is like the game starts off really glitchy, really slow. Like you have a dog, you can rent a dog. Like that's how they make money in the game. Is like if you. You have, like, you can rent a dog for an hour. It's, like, 60 cents. You think, great. Right. And it's so basically the dog can find enemies. It can sniff enemies. And they're, like, they're this going on about that. Like, oh, yeah, let's go sniff those enemies yeah. over there. You know, it can do all these things for you. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's kind of neat, I guess. I mean, if you like that sort of thing, that's pretty cool. And then the other thing that they had in it was uh, all of a sudden you're in a car. Like, there's, like, a, a mission where you have to stop. It's between humans and terrorists or something like that, like, good guys and terrorists. Mm-hmm. You have to get to a point. And then once you get to that point, you have to like protect. It's almost like capture the flag. You get to the flag and you have to stand there and like protect the dog. Yeah, protect it. Yeah, protect everything. But they said like once you get to that level, like Mm -hmm. then it changes the game. Like they say it's like the best game ever. Uh, Yeah, it says it's not Counter Strike. It's uh, better. It's called Tactical Intervention, Mm. and it's a fallback to another game that uh, wasn't working. Basically, it's like a free to play game. I forget what uh, where it's at, but we'll post a link to it and stuff. But the video of it is great. It's like these two guys reviewing it, and it looks like that's what it looks like. Yeah, it looks fun starts off there's like okay i can use a fire extinguisher and like literally he's using a fire extinguisher like mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm doing this for but yeah. i can do it like it has like a lot of buggy things you can repel off things and then one guy he's repelling but he's going the opposite direction oh yeah he's like what am i doing like they said it's really buggy really glitchy uh there's parts where like you just see like a gun like you don't even see the guy anymore oh, yeah. you see a gun floating there but then they said the best part is there's then all of a sudden you're driving, driving. and you're like okay that's cool but like you're shooting you're jumping out people are crashing cars into things you're jumping over things you're shooting it and they said like that's when the game changed like that's where like 
literally the game went from like a eh, like a buggy like kind of like uh counter strike kind of yeah. game to this game of like oh my this is epic like you hear them just like their tone yeah, j- changes like everything changes like at that point like what it reminds me of is like world at war battle you know call of duty world at war yeah. was like this game kind of blows like it's a good game it has oh, good elements. see that was like my favorite uh call of duty but, but see like i had you so. played any of the other call of duty ones before that like it's the same game like it's the same world war Two, like mm-hmm. same kind of concept we're against the enemy but what i loved about it was at the end of it where you got on zombie mode like that to me is like yeah no change the entire premise of that game to tell to make me say like this game was a really good game because yeah. of that mm-hmm. like that was like where it changed for me that's what this kind of reminds me of of that so there mr mr yanni pants you want to um, sleep all day? i totally forgot actually there was a game i did play finally <gasps> i popped it in uh, Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, God damn it. And it was totally worth the dollar I paid for you it. You paid a whole dollar? Yeah. Like not 99 cents? <laughs> it was, but it's brand new. It wasn't used. Brand new oh, copy. Steve. Oh, God. It's, uh, it's okay. Is it a new coaster also? Not yet. Not until you beat it. Oh, okay. um, then, you, then you have no yeah, more use for it. Coaster. But it's just like, it's this game where it's just like, it's Duke Nukem. It, that's all you have to remember. If you remember Duke Nukem 3D... Uh, that this is it, just with a little bit beefed up graphics. Is you know his annoying banter doesn't go anywhere as usual. Uh, you're still trying to figure out why there's aliens attacking Earth for whatever reason, but it's just like okay, but we're not gonna go into yeah, that. It, don't go into it. It's just but yeah, you it's one of those games that it, if yeah. you <sighs> yeah, if someone gave it to you to borrow, I it would just like, cool. give it back. Oh really? Yeah, it's. It's not even worth your time. It's like one of those kind of games where it's just like, oh, this is pointless. Oh, I know something we could talk about too. Did you hear about this thing with Rise? Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. What's happening? Well, this the game Rise is like this Roman game that's coming out. But but what the one of the terms that they used this week was they were calling it Rise Crunch. Uh huh. They use it as a hashtag and crunch time in games. A lot of people realize this who've worked in the industry or understand it. Where basically what it is is like you do not see anyone for like months. You go in, you work sixteen hour days. You're there to try and push as much content mm-hmm. in the game, and that's it. Yeah. And so, like, they were kind of glorifying it, saying, like, oh, crunch, we're in crunch mode, guys. Like, woo! Like, it's a yeah. cool thing. And they said that a lot of people actually, it what started off as, like, just as, like, a twi- handle that really yeah. wasn't supposed to go anywhere other than in, um, just making a post on social yeah. network, <clears throat> turned into this huge thing where people are like, look, I used to work for a game company, and we did crunch. Like, I got a divorce because of it, or, like, people were talking about, like, you know, I got a heart condition because of it. Like, all these, like, issues, like stress. Yeah. I still have nightmares over it, you know. Because it's really not a healthy no, thing. No, it's not a healthy thing. Like, to me, I, and what's weird about it, too, is, like, it's gone longer and longer and longer. Like, people are talking, like, three-month crunches or, like, six-month crunches. And to me, like, I always, watching shows, like, watching Miking Ofs and how, many, how they made games, it always seemed to me, like, crunch mode was, like, the last like day like you have 24 yeah. hours to crunch as much as you could mm-hmm. and that was it and that made sense to me because you figure okay because then after that you have to release it yeah then maybe you do patches you do dlc whatever and that's how we got a lot of the stuff from skyrim is what <laughs> they do is after they've they've hit done it okay we're done mm-hmm. they hit their crunch they max that they give the everyone two weeks to kind of like just dick around make up stuff and then like say like could we put this in the like but whatever you dick around or make has to go into the game uh-huh so that's how they did like the voice commands with the connect uh-huh like someone was just messing around and said oh let me try it and like sure enough they got it to work so they said cool so let's throw that in a dlc uh one of them was like vampires like yeah. vampires came from that goblins <laughs> yeah uh one of the other things was riding dragons like all these things that people were just like man i got two weeks to just do yeah. whatever i want they just had to put it in the game 
And so, like, to me, that's where I thought, like, oh, so the joy of it is, like, crunch mode, yeah, 24 hours you have to punch stuff in, but then you get, like, these two weeks to just kind of mm, develop want, it yeah. and make things. But, like, so they were tweeting this, trying to make it, like, something like, oh, it's cool for this crunch mode, and it completely, like, backfired, backfired on them. So a lot of people now are just like, well, you know. Well, I will say this. We're in crunch mode here at the uh, Social oh, Office Studios. Kyle's been working on his new show, which is not going to go anywhere because I have to, um, <clears throat> that's the theme song. Brought to you by smoking. Isn't it great? <laughs> no, that's uh, good. But yeah, yeah, so I guess that's about it. Uh, we do... Uh, before we get to our final closeout, we do have our Facebook answers. We did mention to people what was everyone's favorite uh, zombie game uh, during the month of October. Now, I know only one is on here, but I did see my phone blowing up on Facebook. I guess we did get a couple more answers oh, from really? some people. Um, so, but so we got, uh, yeah, this guy right here. Oh, yeah, we actually they just bl- just blew up. We had uh, Madfall Jones. Was that his name? Yeah, he said Resi Resi Two was the best zombie game. You big jerk! Oh wait, hang on. There, there's a battle going on. That's why there we got more. Let's start from the beginning. So of course we had Matt Hines who said Left for Dead. I hate you, Matt Hines. Get gaming. You with- and your family. Get no, gaming favorite zombie video game. Shout out next week. So we had Matt Hines. So Left for Dead. Left for Dead, which actually I thought about getting back into, just like. See what we can accomplish. Myself. He also said Half-Life 2 would be number one if it was actually a zombie game instead of just a game that had like zombie elements or zombies in it, like the head crabs. So then, of course, Madfall Jones said, oh, well, I retort, good, good sir, and said Resi 2 was the best game, you big jerk, meaning he's calling Matt Hines a big jerk, which is not very nice. And then, of course, Matt Hines comes back with a retort, not a retort towards the jerk comment, but a retort to Dead Space was the best survival horror game. And then he says you can suck on that. So I guess he's jabbing uh, Madfall. Then Madfall comes back. Oh, damn. With the DS was a good game, which everyone knows what DS was. DS? That's what he says. DS. Dead Space. Oh, Dead Space. He abbreviated. He was too cool for school, and he abbreviated Dead Space with DS. was a good game, but it didn't have enough creepy. Mm. And I can't consider a game with working vending machines survival anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn, snap. So, uh, yeah, we had him. And then, of course, we had uh, the very talented and wonderful Brandon Winter also said Left, Left for Dead. Dead. And I got to say, like, I think that is kind of like everyone's go-to because it's that kind of pinnacle, like it's you against them, ta- you know, team element, the whole, whole idea of like horror sci-fi where you are trying to survive mm-hmm. and just kind of get it out. And I think that's where a lot of people, like, they jump to that. I'm trying to think. I know there was the uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Uh, that was obviously a, 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 a giant uh horror concept except for the fact that one of the bosses was a giant baby and you turn into a monster to stop it i don't know why yeah who knows that doesn't make any sense uh that was one that i know that another good one was the resident evil series resident evil series you had the uh what was that guy's name something that were you were the zombie Oh, uh, near near dead fred or something yeah near dead fred yeah and you were the zombie then you were the zombie guy so they had a couple, couple good ones. Yeah, some good answers on this one, except for the, except for the battle. That was a little, 
little weird. It's trying thing. to be a rap battle, but yeah, epic rap battle. But yeah, and then there's also you know the Dead Island. Um, oh yeah, really which to me is like up there. Like for me, like that's up there. That's because a, it's like that's the a idea of one. like every human has their own traits. Mm-hmm. Certain humans are better at other things. So for everyone to kind of be like, you know, you have an old guy, a young girl. You know, are they at the same caliber? Like I would would have liked it if it was like Zoe was faster shot, or maybe like. When you use Francis to push back, maybe he pushes back further. Yeah. Maybe uh, 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 the old guy just had better <coughs> uh, capacity or something. Uh, what was his name? Uh, God, what was yeah. his name? <laughs> I know. I was like, it's been so long. I'm like, old man McGee. Bill. Yeah, Bill. Bill. I we can get some ammo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lewis, Louis yeah, would be, you know, African African American man, but uh, I still like business savvy, so he'd be cool to be like, oh, there's something over there, like him have a good like eye for things. Yeah, but like, he could have done something like that with it, but no, they didn't have to because it was that good. It was that good. So um, I guess uh, before we close out the show, <clears throat> we'll go with uh, the games that were released. Uh, I know Sonic uh, Lost World was released uh, last week. Uh, have not played it yet. Uh, Batman Arkham Origins comes out October 25th. Black Flag Assassin's Creed also comes out October 25th. Then we got Wii Party U comes out October 25th. PS4 comes out November 25th. Watchdog has now been pushed back to spring, so get no! ready. Xbox One is coming out November 22nd. Uh, Super Mario 3D World, November 27th. And then we got uh, Donkey Kong Co- uh, Country Freeze will be coming out uh, February 2004. Um, of course, you can find us at uh, on Twitter at Arcade underscore bros. You can also visit our website at arcade-bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network. Uh, don't forget to uh, check out the Extra Life for Kids. That's wwwextra dash life.org uh, check out the arcade bros again any little bit help support and everything and join us for gaming to save lives even though I know you won't ah, well actually what I thought was crazy too is Bungie this week also announced that they're doing the extra life for kids and I'm just like you know I think someone here started it before everybody got on the bandwagon that was extra life for kids they're the ones who really started it well no I know there's a lot of people to jump on and stuff like that but you know I mean do what you knife, can yeah, but who cares um, I guess uh, if you want to play with me online my gamer tag on wii u oh yeah uh xbox 360 um is school days s-k-o-o-l-d-a-z-e-069 playstation 3 is s-k-o-o-l-d-a-z-e-69 kyle where can they find you you can find me at broken r0b0 on both the playstation network and the xbox 360 network you can also find me at mooney studios on twitter and of course at the arcade bros website that's where you can fight me. Until next time, kids, keep on gaming. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Steve Bomber, a bomber, Steve Bomber. I fight vampires. I'll fight the vampires and I'll eat beer. Do the bow. Beer pops. Beer pops. Beer pops. Beer pops. Beer pops. Beer pops.
Let's see, bomb. Do, 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 do.